We are the near FFL, the near FFL, not the far FFL. We are the near FFL, Nebraska, Arkansas fantasy. That's us, the near FFL. Douglas. William, you didn't know that this is going to be very difficult for me as I am right now going to pause Love is Blind episode 11, which I believe would be the final episode. Mm-hmm. I just witnessed some some good stuff, but I'm going to we're going to pause it. Okay. We'll get rid of this. Oh. Yeah. It's paused. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back to my Netflix show. Here we go. Ready got when some, you are. Got some Love is Blind. Well, the new episodes are tomorrow, right? No, it came out tonight. I thought they come out on Thursday. I watched episode 10 last night thinking it was all already uploaded. I didn't realize we had to wait. I thought Netflix put everything out at once. Fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. And I went to the final episode. Not there. It's here tonight. I'm almost done. I'm halfway through with it. Season 11, uh, our episode 11 and the reunion show are on Netflix right now. Oh, wow. Big time. Well, I can't wait. Oh, wait. Man, I'm excited (laughs) now. Love is blind. Come on now. Yeah, I've been last spoke and I'm, I'm, I enjoyed it. It's so terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on your Snapchat. I was really getting into it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, once, oh. you, once you start watching Love is Blind, it's hard to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's run through this so you can get back to Love is Blind. Yeah. I know priorities. So we're yeah. just going to wham, bam, thank you, man, with this one. This is the Near Fantasy Football League podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we last talked to each other. I am Will. This is Douglas. Douglas, on top of outside, I should say outside, right? Outside of Love is Blind, how's it going? <laughs> Fantastic. Things are going well. Super. No complaints. Doug, were you aware there was an election yesterday? I was. I voted in everything. Good job. Did you have an election party? Did not have an election party. I worked, and then after work, I went and voted, and then I came home and watched Love is Born. Good, good, good. I saw Nebraska raise the minimum wage. Good job, Nebraska. Yeah. on that. Jim I voted Flippett, on that. Is that his name? Jim Plippett, oh. the governor. Jim Plippett, is that his name? Jim Plippett, Pellin. Jim Pellin. 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 He was he was the fellow with like the five grandkids, saying, "We're we're honored to have your vote." And they're sitting around some tractors. I think is was if I recall correctly. I don't remember his ads. There was another fellow that was running, uh, Herbster, I believe. I believe he had some good ads that I shared. Uh, with people, uh, I know Michael. I know you sent some to your brother. Did he have? <laughs> did he have, did he have anywhere he was just randomly carrying a gun? Yeah, I think so. I think maybe he did. Okay. And for Jim Pellin, for that matter, I think he had some interesting ads too. I mean, they both had some of that, some of that out there. Fucking, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, listen. I'm not going to say anything. Maybe there's somebody on here that believes the way they do. I don't know. Okay. Uh, they were. I know that I Snapchatted some Republican Party gubernatorial candidate commercials in the past because I found them to be uh, highly entertaining. Yeah, political campaign ads are pretty freaking weird. Uh, more weird on the Republican side, but the Democrats aren't aren't are also known for their weird political ads that are somehow touching the base i don't i don't get it it's a it's a weird politics are a weird 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 thing to understand i'm just glad that the uh, mailers will stop now golly can we <laughs> get politicians <laughs> to understand that people are on the internet we don't need mailers every day <laughs> yeah has anybody in the history of a mailer got that and went you know what <laughs> this, this you mailer know what makes... Jim you're right i don't know what i was thinking yeah this this mailer really changed my mind yeah, never. Anytime anybody gets a mailer, they're like, "God damn it, more trash!" 
Like, why do I have to to get stuff so that I can be the one to throw it away? Just keep it. I don't want it. I don't need yeah. it. Nobody's ever fucking got a mailer and thought, yes, you've done it. The other two mailers, they didn't hammer it home. But this one, this is the one that has convinced me to change my mind and vote for you instead. My mailbox certainly still has at least 10, 10 mailers in him. My mailbox won't shut. Yeah, I think it was Dane Cook when he was popular like 15 years ago. Uh, when you when when you leave like a concert or some type of event and there's people outside waiting for you handing out papers of like flyers or concerts and there's they're, they're basically asking you, "Hey, can you throw this on the ground for me or hey, can you throw this away for me?" That's, that's the whole purpose of those things. Yeah. A waste of paper. And what other material they're using? It's ridiculous, Doug. We're, we've gone off the rails a little bit here. Let's get back on track. Uh, we are we're heading into week ten, Douglas. I think the yep. last time we talked was going into week eight. We've missed two weeks of matchups. Oh, uh, things are things are really starting to take shape in the standings. Oh, the only thing I, I remember last podcast yeah. is me saying that week ten matchup or week eleven matchup. Between the two, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, two, two losing teams would be oh, and they both turned around, and one of them got a victory on that week. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we should have known that was going to happen. We should have known <laughs> since you were saying that, and you had to play one of them that particular week. Yeah. You were one hundred percent losing. Should have been known. Should have. Should have been known, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, All right. Well, I didn't read this. Honestly, I thought it had only been one week. It's, that's crazy. Time really fucking yeah. flies. Well, what's two changed weeks. those two weeks? I don't know. I got yeah. from 8th to 6th last week, so that was good for me, but I didn't know what else happened. Oh, good job. Yeah, you're you're on a one-game winning streak there. Freaking yeah, two buddy. legit, two a quit. Richard Kahn is the is the regular season just expert, man. The dude just wins games and wins games and wins games. We all know what's going to happen when the playoffs start. Uh, he's losing. First round. First first playoff game, Rich is losing. But he's he's on a five-game winning streak. Yeah. He spent his entire waiver budget. He's 7-2. and two, Tied with Southside Lincoln side leagues, also 7-2. And, and that's where we're going to start. Southside Lincoln uh, put the hurt to me. Uh, he put up 155 points on me, Douglas. Beat me 155 to 131. Uh, it was close for a really long time, and then he pulled away, I think, with the Sunday night football game and perhaps Monday night football game. Um, unfortunately for me, I forgot to put Cord Patterson in the lineup. He's over there on the bench with 18.3. But I was I was trying. I, I got on there at the very end. I was actually trying to get Algire to the bench to put in Cord, and that, was, that would have been the wrong move. That was only a – that was only going to be a five-point difference. The the guy that hurt me was Dante Foreman uh, there for the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers got worked uh, by the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it was 35 to nothing at halftime. Uh, over on Southside Lincoln, uh, pretty, pretty full team. Everybody stepped up. Everybody stepped up. Geno Smith. Has been just a revelation over there in Seattle, 21.8. Jamal Williams had a decent game. He had a lot of attempts, like 24 attempts. Couldn't punch him in the end zone. 10 points, so you'll take that. James Conner's back. Good to see James Conner come back. He's, he's had up 11.4. Tyler Lockett had one reception, reception touchdown for 17.7. Juju, Juju had a big game. 10 receptions, 18.8. Travis Kelsey, good Lord, 20.6. Devontae Adams, last week he had three total yards, Douglas. This week he went off, 146 yards, two touchdowns, 10 receptions. His freaking, golly, his wide receivers, Douglas, they had 35 receptions between them. Wow. That's incredible. Stupid PPR league. Stupid-ass PPR league. Uh, Jared Goff underperformed 12 points. Green Bay defense didn't do anything either, 6 points. But under 55 points, beat his projection by 26 points. I was right at my projection, basically. Uh, Josh Allen, who hurt his UCL, I'm not excited about that, uh, had his usual game, 26.8, although I will say didn't do a lot of passing. Uh, it was all basically running. He had 86 rushing yards and two 
rushing touchdowns. He wasn't really good in the passing game. He had 205 passing yards and two interceptions. And the Jets beat the Bills. A stunner. They, I think it was like a 13-and-a-half line uh, Buffalo was favored by, and the Jets just put it on them. Good job to them. Um, I know our newest member, who's a Jets fan, was really happy to see that. Uh, Kamara shit the bed for me on Monday Night Football, 9.2. Dante Foreman shit the bed for me, 4.1. Samuel had a good game. A.J. Brown had a good game. Alan Lazard, he's the only bright spot anymore for the uh, for the Packers, had a good game at 18.7. Michael Carter, uh, good, nice game there. With Reese Hall out. Al Jair was really impressive. 99 rushing yards, and my Philadelphia deed uh, did work as well. Just not enough. Couldn't keep up with Sasai Lincoln. They moved to 7-2. and two. Apparently, I'm talking way too loud, according to the wife. I will lower my voice right now. Oh. And Beaver Lake moves down to 6-3. and three. I didn't realize Cordell Patterson was coming back. Glad to see him back. But I didn't yeah. realize that he was uh game. So, yeah, you had uh, two good players on the bench for you, 18 points. Jeff Wilson Jr. come back with 16.2 points. Back, but... hey, he's on a new team. I, I was happy yeah. to see his his work with the new team. Basically, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert were teammates in San Francisco under Mike McDaniels. Now they're Miami Dolphins together. He had a good first game with Miami. Happy, good to see it. 16.2 points. Yeah, not a terrible day. Like you beat your projection by a couple points. Um, but unfortunately, uh, I just had a, a stronger showing. Uh, yeah, you're still doing okay at Dixon. It's not too bad still. Not too bad. Southside put it to me. Did anybody outscore Southside this week? No, Southside was the high point of the week. It looks – there's a couple people that beat me, so – 131 was right in the middle of the pack, basically. But high point of the week for Southside Lincoln. Let's move it to your game, Douglas. You played... Dr. Burns. Dr. Burns. Kind of a low-scoring ball game. Go ahead and take us through that. Absolutely. Another low-scoring game. Cap City Caballeros. We can't seem to hit our projections. Overwhelmed uh, week in and week out. Uh, unfortunately, my two starting quarters were both on a bye week this week with Dak Prescott and Jacoby Brissett. Um, so we had to start Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Mac Jones did what he's been doing, 9.6.8 projected of 15. Uh, a little guy by the name of Joe Mixon, Cincinnati running back. Um, he had four rushing touchdowns, 153 yards, one receiving touchdown. I believe he had 35 points uh, before the half finished the day with 55.10 points. End of scene, shut it down. Without him, we don't come close to winning. Joe Mixon single-handedly carried the Cap City Caballeros Triple C to victory. It was fan-fucking-tastic. Didn't get shit from Devin Singletary, 8.8 points. Hold on, Doug. Uh, Are we doing it? You know what that means. Dude, no. I thought I'd at least finish my stuff. Do it. No, you know what it means. Start of the week. Start of the week. He's the biggest in town. Wearing the crown. He's the start of the week. Start of the week. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the stud of the week, Douglas. That's an easy one, an easy call, stud of the week. Yeah, I mean, no, we're, we're absolutely honored um, here with the Cap City Capriors to have Joe Mixon as the stud of the week. Uh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure in the chat it was it was pretty much called damn near at half, wasn't it, that he was going to be the stud of the week, at least by the third quarter. I mean, he absolutely just destroyed uh, Carolina. He destroyed everything, 55 points. It's just – that's – Second highest for the season, first highest for the season. Oh, like easily, done. easily the highest. Nobody's beat fifty-five point one. Doug, uh, your your voice, all of a sudden, your recording doesn't sound near as good as what it did beforehand. Well, I don't. I've done. I've done nothing. Okay, that's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I meant to. I meant to check up on this. This is this is a historic performance. It's easily the top performance of the year. This is probably top 10 
of all time. And I forgot to do the research for that. 55.1 points. I know of the last time I've seen a 50-point game, that was Jamal Charles, I believe. I want to say in 2010 or 11 when he played the Oakland Raiders. Um, He also had four touchdowns in the first half, ended with five touchdowns. I know this. It was week uh, 15 of that particular season because I was in the semifinals of the playoffs and my opponent had Jamal Charles and I was on a roll until I hit Jamal Charles ended up losing my playoff uh, in my semifinals because of Jamal Charles. 50 point games don't happen very often. Uh, that's, that's rarefied error. So congrats on your stud of the week. Thank you. Thank you. We're, uh, we're honored. We're honored to have this uh, bestowed upon Joe. Uh, for this victory and his stellar performance. Yeah, I can't believe uh, Joe Mixon scored 55 and you only had 119 points. Well, <laughs> I believe that because Devin Singletary had eight points. Uh, I'm on St. Brown at 9.5. Tyler Boyd at nine points. Robert Woods, zero points. Uh, Antonio Gibson, points. Zach Wilson, 11 points. Cincinnati, nine points. Easy to understand how I only had 119 <laughs> points when I only had two players in double digits, and one of them had to score 55. <laughs> hey, uh, side note on that: uh, the other league I do a pod for, uh, the person who had Joe Mixon actually lost their game, so wow. he, he kind of had the same thing you did. Joe Mixon did all the work; nobody else stepped up, and he lost the game by two points. Yeah, I mean, if you look at my bench, I did there. I did nothing wrong there. Three point three points from from Alec Pierce, uh, Reynolds, no point. Thing, Prescott by Brisket, Brissett by Debo by Jamal Chase, Jamar, whatever his damn name is, he's injured. And AJ Dillon and then shit all season. Green Bay can't figure out. Well, I guess they can. The other fellas better. God damn it! Yeah, nothing on my bench either. So. Yeah, talk about stud of the week. He single-handedly, he did it. I mean, nobody else is going to do it. Yeah, you had if you would have lost, you would have had the dud of the week there in Robert Woods. And I'll tell you, another guy, your Amon Raw St. Brown, that dude hadn't done shit since week two. Yeah. I believe that's when he got injured. Somewhere around there? He had like a 30-point game week two, man. I I don't think he's equaled his week two performance combined since then. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, the uh, <laughs> Detroit hadn't hadn't done anything since then either. <laughs> I mean, they they had yes, they lost week one, but there was at least thirty five thirty eight. They they won week two thirty six twenty seven. Uh, lost week three twenty four twenty eight. He was injured in week four, uh, where they had forty five to forty eight. So he would have bound it had a shit ton of points in that game. And then week five, five points, they lost, didn't score. Week seven, they lost, had six points. Week eight, 18.9 points, and they scored 27. Week 15, they won with 15 points, and he scored nine and a half. So they're not putting up numbers. They don't have anybody to throw them the fucking ball. It's a goddamn wrecking Detroit, and they've got a stud in Amon Ross St. Brown, and they can't have anybody to get them the fucking ball. The dude's a beast. His work ethic is out of this fucking world. He is an absolute specimen of a football player, and he's on the wrong fucking team. Mm. Yeah. You know, uh, I like the spirit in your Amon Ross St. Brown uh, plea right there for some points. Your boy, Jamar Chase, got hurt during our two-week absence, man. That had to crush you a little bit, a little hurt hip. Hurt the hip. It it absolutely crushed spending a lot of time on triple c and i'm okay with that i completed my first trade ever at least in the memory of anything that i have that's fantasy football i don't recall ever participating in a trade um when tyler when jamal went down jamar went down whatever his goddamn name is his his mama calls him jamar douglas yeah that guy uh i reached out to two a legit two and he was in need of a quarterback so I originally offered him up a QB. Uh, I don't remember who it was for Tyler because I knew Boyd would step in um, and hopefully be a top receiver when Chase went out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And he came back and offered me T. Boyd for somebody else. I don't remember <laughs> who it was. That was two weeks ago. My God, I'm supposed to remember that. You know, what it's, a it's... stupid fucking story. The point is, it's my first grade, Oliver. I thought Tyler Boyd was going to be the difference. He still can. Hopefully with Jamar Chase. Jamal Chase, Jamar, whatever his fucking name is. Hopefully both of those guys on the team will really help a little bit. We'll see what happens. But I was I was pretty excited that I completed my first trade. Doug, can you not just can you not just remember the name Jamar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jamal, Jamar, whatever. Pam, Pam, whatever. Pam. Are you saying are we saying Pam? Are you saying Pam? Pam. I, I, I do want to say it's been so long since this league has had a trade, Doug. I actually forgot what the trade settings were, so the trade almost didn't go through because I forgot that the 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 trade rule in in this league is that I I I approve them and they don't go through until I approve them. So <laughs> so like Sunday morning, uh, like five days after you guys made the trade, even though you guys didn't say anything, we need a trade announcement of some sort. You need I to thought let the that league we had know. A vote. I thought it went to a league vote. That's what I I'm thought... saying. It, it's been such a long time since we've had a trade in the league that the rule changed like four seasons ago. Uh, we quit doing votes and we put it oh. to just me. I'm the decider because I'm going to approve it every single time. I really don't like the league uh, having veto power for trades. People should be able to trade whenever they want, whoever they want. It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, I just I forgot that rule. It's it's probably the first trade in four seasons. Yeah. So I'm yeah, happy to and, see it. Good and your job. boy initiated it. Yeah, good I job. actually initiated the trade. So proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you too. Too bad you don't remember who you traded. I can tell you real quick if I just go look at two legit two quit and it was see, a running back. I think I'm pretty sure it was a running back, and it was tough for me to let go. I don't think I wanted to, but but he he got traded. It was the dude that got traded for McCaffrey, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. We're gonna have to look at two legit's team. I don't know who you. I'm doing. looking. Did he already get rid of the dude that I traded him for? No, he didn't drop him. He sure the fuck did. Was it Eli Mitchell? Who was on San Francisco? Are he still on San Francisco? Isn't he? He didn't get traded for him. He the dude stayed. Who was it? Was it James Robinson? It was James Robinson. Okay, so he went to the Jets. He was with. He went to the Jets. It was yeah, the he... dude that went from. Uh, he was with Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville. I don't know whoever it was. He left one team and went to another one. That's correct. Uh, because Reese Hall got injured, so James mm-hmm. Robinson should have uh, got some PT. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm assuming that was Richard's thought. And I was thinking the same thing. And my running back squad is weak, mm-hmm. but I thought I'd be better off without him and having Boyd. <laughs> yeah. We'll move on from Triple C. We're not even going to talk about Dr. Burns. Fuck him. He doesn't listen to this anyway. Shirtless <laughs> Burns. Wait, you sure you don't want to go another 10 minutes talking about just my trade and my team? Yeah. We probably went too far. We've lost the entire audience. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Tri-City Trolls to Boston Mountain. A little upset here. Tri-City Trolls won 109 to 106. Another low-scoring affair. Uh, let's look here. They both very much underperformed from their projections. Um, who helped out Tri City Trolls here? Uh, Derek yeah, Carr. Oh, that's Boston. Uh, damn, I'm on the wrong team. God damn it, Doug. See, well, this is what happens when we miss two weeks. So we're just completely yeah, no. off the game. We're week nine, right? Boston Bronx versus Tri City <laughs> Trolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at Boston's team. My yeah. bad. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Tri City Trolls over here. I'm just gonna go down the list. Derek Carr had a decent game, 18.3 points. Uh, get over that debacle the week before from Vegas versus New Orleans. That was horrendous. Josh Jacobs, 11.7. Uh, Deion Jackson, JT, JT's backup, uh, didn't do much. Man, the Colts are just a mess. Jeff Saturday is now the Colts head coach. They got some no-name dude as the offensive coordinator. Whatever it is. They're definitely trying to get the number one pick. Uh, hey. Bryce Young, go ahead. Sorry. Is that guy the guy that has no coaching experience whatsoever, like coached high school last, was his head coaching gig? I didn't even know that he coached high school. As far as I know, he has zero head, uh, coaching experience. 
I think he had coached a high school team. Oh, there we go. Well, good for him. So, yeah, Jeff Saturday, he's their former offensive lineman. Uh, it's a very interesting move, to say the least. We'll see how it works out. I'm going to say it's not going to work out very well. Uh, Olave, I'm still pissed off. His name's not Olave. 13.1. Gabe Davis has been pretty butt, pretty awful. I don't yeah. know, but, but he's been ass for the last four or five weeks. Uh, McCole Hardman has become a go-to guy for the Chiefs. He scored another touchdown. He had a great game the week previous week. Uh, Damian Pierce went off against the Philadelphia Eagles, 13.9. Matt Stafford has really sucked this year. And the Colts' defense scored 11 points, uh, 109 points for the win. Over on Boston side, you are correct. Etienne has been outstanding, Yeah, uh, 26.6. His quarterbacks did well, 17.5 for Lamar, 21.0 for Jalen Hurts. And that was basically it. So everybody else sucked. Uh, Fournette, 11. B-Rob, 8.8. Mike Evans, 9. D. Smith, 4.2. Romeo Dobbs got hurt, he had 2.8. And Vikings defense at 8.5. Not enough to get over the hump. Really close game, decided by less than three points. Nobody really on the bench for the make any kind of difference. So, uh, Tri City moves to four and five. Boston Mountain moves back to four and five. So, yeah, just to, just to, if we could just go back to the Cap City Caballeros here, real quick. Uh, you know, if you compare the Boston Bronx, uh, the Boston Mountain Bronx, whatever they're, whatever they're called, uh, and then you compare the Triple C. Boston had four players in double digits, 17.5, 11, 26.6, and 21.02. Not bad numbers for players. Uh, And the rest of them were all in single digits, scored 106. I had two players in double digits. One only had 11, and I still scored 119. Thanks to God, thank Joe Mixon and his 55 points. Yeah, I mean, Etienne with 26.6 and Jalen Hurts with 21.02 still combined finished eight points less than that 55. That's how amazing the 55-point performance is. It's it's unheard of. I would Google it right now to see where it plays, but I need to get you back to Love is Blind. Uh, So we got to rush. We got to keep it on. We're going to move on. Keep Uh, going. Yeah, let's go to uh, East Vietnam versus or Hurston IP. Doug, let's go over that one. Well, East Vietnam uh, went back to his uh, regular performance after playing, um, squeaking out his one his uh, only victory, uh, and then shitty performance. One hundred and seven point five six versus it hurts when I pee. Having a solid season, Andrew is one hundred and thirty point two four points, both under their projection. Hurts when I pee gets the victory. Uh, negative one point wow. from PJ wow. Walker. Negative Uh 1.04 points from PJ Walker, two INTs, six rushing yards, nine yards. (laughs) I'm not sure what happened there. He obviously got taken out of the game. There's no way he completed the full game. Baker Mayfield played the second half. This is these are first half stats when they got down 35. Um. 8.6 8.6 points from Mostert. Not good there. 20 Walker the third. That's probably your rookie of the year. Oh, um, dude, balling. He's balling. Pittman with the low scoring games. 5.2. Stefan Diggs, lower than one from him. Projected almost 21. Scored almost 14 and a half. Uh, D. Metcalf, 14.7 points over projection. Uh, Derrick Henry, 23 and a half points over projection of 17. Uh, good job there. Tua Taglia Okalovia. Ovia is doing great after his concussion. I'm impressed to see what he when I was really concerned about him. 24.08 uh, oh, projected at 19. 300 yards passing, three passing TDs. Great performance. Tampa Bay with 13 um, for 130.24. Not a bad day. Only had two people in Pittman and um, P.J. Walker that really killed him. Mostert almost with double digits, um, so not a bad day under his projection, and we can thank P.J. Walker for that wholeheartedly. Um, it's a shame that he didn't lose that game because we would know who our dud of the week would yeah, be. That's, that's 
That, that's an easy dud of the week. Tom Brady, only 15 points for East Vietnam, 17 projected. Stevenson, over his projection with 16. Henderson Jr., under his projection, only projected at 7.7. Under scored 5.6. Um, Chris Godwin only scored 10, projected at 14. Cooper Cup did what he did, does, 26.8 points over his projection. Um, I don't know who D Duvenay Duvener Duvener Duvenay Duven. I can't. My vision's not good these days. Duvener Duv Duverday Duvernay. Uh, one point five points. Oh, That's boy. terrible. One point five points. One reception. Five yards. What's he done this season? Sixteen six two twelve nine. All right, whatever. Um, not good there. Everett Chrissy Everett. Um, she scored 8.6 points. Um, Tyler Heineken, Heineke, uh, he scored 14. What is what is happening? <laughs> what I'm going through? The, I'm going through the teams in yeah, Kansas City with eight and a half points. So once again, East Vietnam only projected 123, scored one point 107.56. I've got love is blind on my brain. What do you want from me? Um, nothing on his bench. 5.9 points. Um, nothing doing there. Several IRs. Got a guy out and 18.7 points on uh, that other fellow's bench. Who's that other fella? It hurts when I pee pee. So, not bad. That's what happened in that game. Moving on. Yeah, you know, love is blind. More like Doug is blind. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. 130 points and your quarterback scores negative one. <laughs> Good grief. We'll move on. Love is blind is on. It's not really on. It's it's on Netflix. He had ten attempts, three completions for nine <laughs> yards, and two interceptions. <laughs> he had ten passing attempts. Those ten, he threw two picks. What was his passer rating? You uh, even passer rating at that? That's that's a zero. That's a zero. Um, but it's crazy too because. Uh, the the Panthers had played really well the last three games since Matt Rule got fired, and they, this game was just a com- complete disaster. Thirty five nothing at halftime. Easily PJ Walker's worst game since he took over for Baker Mayfield uh, through his injury. I don't know what happened there. We're just going to call it a one game blip and hope that they get it back together for tomorrow night when they play Atlanta. Awesome. Yeah, just like games that. like that is going to get PJ back in the USFL. Or whatever yeah. that thing was. Or whatever that thing, XFL, whatever it was. You you are right there. Let's go to uh, Tua Legit to quit over Tonsil Lodestar. Tua Legit, like we stated at the beginning of the show, is rolling five games in a row. He's just a great regular season player. Uh, he does it every single year, year in, year out. Joe Burrow, 19.1. Miles Sanders, 15.3. Austin Eckler, 25.1. Tyree Kill, 27.3. Good Lord. T. Higgins, 13. D. Hop, 13.6. CEH put up a stinker. Andy Dalton put up a stinker. Miami defense did really well. 138 overall. Uh, those Austin Eckler and Tyree Kill, man. Those, those two guys, and Joe Burrow is like a top four quarterback in fantasy this year. That, that's a trio uh, that's going to be dangerous come playoff time. But uh, as we know in Rich's history, it's it's not going to matter. So he's going to lose. Uh, yeah, James don't, Robinson. Don't, and you can't take Eckler off that list. I mean, my God, he's 34, 35, 24, 36, 25. I think, I, I think that's who I said. I think I said Eckler. That's who I said it with. Eckler. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I said Eckler and Tyreek Hill. They're both top four with their position. Actually, so, oh, I think yeah. Burrow, Eckler, and Tyreek Hill are all top four. At Listen, man, love is blind, man. Love is blind. <laughs> I didn't hear that part, so keep going. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, over on the, the side of Tulsa Load Starts, he had to start Alexander Mattinson for some reason. Um, and I don't know why he would have started Mattinson over Kenyon Drake. Good Lord. I, I'm going to have to – I have to do it. I have to put it down, Douglas. I have to do it. Bro.
Yeah, so this is an easy call for Dud of the Week. He started Alexander Mattinson, who is the backup to Dalvin Cook. Are you there, Douglas? You good to go? Yeah. Uh, 1.1 point, had one reception, one rushing yard. He's got on the bench Kenyon Drake, who played Monday night. No Gus Edwards. He had the backfield to himself. I don't know what the thought process was here. I'd love to hear it. Who scored 24.9? Uh, that start-sit decision cost Michael the ballgame. Uh, the Lodestars would have won. That's a difference of 23.8 points. He lost by 21 points. That's a that's a mighty, mighty gut of the week. Poor decision there. Uh, Tyler Murray, 20 points. Uh, D. Swift has been struggling. He's not fully healthy. Eight points. Christian Kirk had a really nice game. Uh, Adam Thielen, nine points. Uh, Rondell Moore had a pretty decent game. 69 yards. That's nice. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, since we last taught Doug, he's on a new team, went to Minnesota, had a really good first game, nine receptions. That's incredible. Uh, and T-Law had a decent game over there at 17.7, and the Rams with 8.5. But really just comes down to that Kenyon Drake on the bench with 24.9 points. Tua legit gets the win, still in first place, 7-2. Also, Lodestar falls back again, 5-4. Five five okay, I, so I have to question this, this dud of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm simply just asking a question so I can maybe understand a little. I feel it's Dud of the Week just – he was only projected at six points. He's obviously not – he hasn't done well all season long. It's not like he's done anything this entire year other than week three. I guess a little bit Dud, uh, ten points in week eight. And that's just a poor start on – on Tulsa Lodestar's part, is my thought process making any sense? It's not he, – he's not the – he's uh, – he's the reason they should have started Kenyon Drake. But that makes Mike – Michael, the owner of Tulsa Lodestar, <laughs> the dud – Coach, <laughs> yes, make a it's, bonehead it's, start. It's it's like sorry, Mattinson, you're getting punished and getting called the dud of the week <laughs> when you belonged on the bench. You didn't do anything than what you normally do. But hey, look, Doug, his coach put him in the starting lineup. He said, "I'm a Rija, to victory." Yeah, he may have been projected at six, but in Lodestar's heart and Lodestar's yeah. brain, and his in his pregame speech to Mattinson. I guarantee yeah. you, he told he told you these guys are out here telling you you're projected at six points. You're gonna yeah. score more than that. He, he probably told him he's gonna score eighteen. He probably no, told him right. he's gonna score eighteen. He gets out in the starting lineup. What does he do, Doug? He has one reception and one rushing yard. That's what he, he did as a bed. starter. He shit, shit the bed. The bed. Shit yeah. the bed. How he and, did during all during all week during practice. I don't mm-hmm. know what kind of conversations he and coach had. So mm-hmm. you're right. You're absolutely Hey, Manson, shit the bed, dud of the week. Yeah. I mean, he must have had a really great week of practice. That's the he only thing I can think of. Uh, he's yeah. probably leading the huddles. He probably brought lunch to the team. Uh, he probably gave people rides home. Yeah. Uh, just He's probably just a great leader, uh, yeah. really outspoken. And for that, the load starts are like, we're going to put you in the starting lineup this week. Well, it backfired. Shit the bed instead. It's too bad. Pissed his pants. Pissed the bed. Yeah. Pissed the bed. Shit his pants. He's the (laughs) dud of the week. Dud of the week. Yeah. Doug, bring it home with your boy, Mankai Berry. Mankai Berry. Would you look at Mankai Berry? Would you look at Mankai Berry? 144.26 points. Over Mike at night at 139.8. Both a great game for both teams. Uh, respectable scores from both teams. Uh, you can tell me Mankai was one of the top three, top four, top scoring teams of the week. Justin Fields, 42.72 points. If it wouldn't have gone mm-hmm. to I think that might be your stud of the week projected yeah. as Point nine eight points brought in 42.72 points had a phenomenal game 178 rushing yards three passing TDs one rushing TD Justin Fields showing everybody what 
he was drafted number one pick for the Chicago Bears. Great job, Justin Fields. Shame he hasn't done it uh, all season long, but a great game for him. Najee Himes did what I believe he's been doing. Did he even play? He didn't play. He started another injured person. God. No, no. <laughs> it's good. Calm down. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what? Hines was Hines was. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, what? Naheem, Najim, Naheem, Najim, whatever his goddamn name is. Zero points from him projected at 10. He doesn't have any goddamn stats. I don't know what happened with him. Then we've got C. Huntley, 3.4 points. Not good. Only projected at 5.3. Tyler, whatever, something McLaren. Who knows who he is? 10.6 points projected at 13. Dak Ertz, 15 points. Good game on him. A. Robinson, only five points. Uh, Go Bear, Gobert, Gobert, Gobert. From that guy, where the fuck he is, Patrick Mahomes, 30 points in Buffalo, eight points. He had one, two, three players that did absolutely atrocious. But thank God, Fields fella, uh, that Ertz fella, Godert, Gobert, uh, 24 points, and Mahomes carried the victory, 144. My God, the way I'm going, you better cover the 139.8 for Mike and not. <laughs> Just to, just to add to it, uh, Fields and Mahomes combined for 77 points. That yeah. is freaking amazing. Here's the issue with Mike at night right now. We've kind of talked about this. <clears throat> he lost Brees Hall, and unfortunately, he just doesn't have anybody to put into the place of Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, putting in the players, again, I'm not making any decisions here. Whoever has the most projected points gets in the starting lineup. Right. But you're going to you're gonna see here that uh, the choice of getting Pacheco in there, who was projected at 5.1, versus Kenneth Gainwell, who was projected at 4.1, actually cost Mike at night the game here. Uh, Herbert had a poor game, 13 points. That hurt him. Dalvin Cook, uh, below projection as well, 13.6. Pacheco did, did nothing. Four receiving yards, five rushing yards. That's a – a dud of the week nominee there, uh, even though, like you said, just the same thing as on Michael's team. He was only projected at five, so not really a dud of the week because he wasn't expected to do much, but he got put in starting lineup. Uh, Waddle had a great game. He's had a great season. Uh, Jacoby Myers underneath projection. Uh, Mooney had a nice game, seven receptions and a, and a touchdown. Garrett Wilson balled out for the Jets, man. He looked awesome, 92 receiving yards. Eight receptions, seven rushing yards for 17 points. Kirk Cousins, below projection. So, uh, as you'll see, like I said, 77 points from the quarterback spot for Mankai Berry. 30 points. That's a huge difference. 30 points from the quarterback spot for Mike at night. Heard him. And then that New England defense, man, they played those awful Indianapolis Colts. Scored 30.5 points. Amazing. Uh, again, the only thing that would have changed if Kenneth Gainwell would have got to start on the bench there, you would have won. Uh, nothing over there on the defense, uh, or excuse me, on the uh, the bench for Mankai Berry. But congrats. Way to go, Mankai Berry. Getting that first victory. Way to go. Yeah, and and Mankai made uh, – we'll cover that here when we get to that point. But he's he's finally made a transaction. What is he – is somebody – something woke up inside of Mankai. He's ready to play some ball. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. I, I will say this was the highest score in the game of the week. Uh, Mankai's was the second highest score. Mike and I actually posted the third highest score of the week. Now, I think that happened to him the week before as well. He's now lost three in a row, unfortunately. He's been struggling, even though he's scoring points, but he's been struggling since Brees Hall went out of action, went out for the season. Yeah. All right, Douglas, take us to uh, what? The free agency waiver wire? Yeah. Um, a lot of movement this this last week uh, on November the 9th. I looked at it last night, yesterday, this afternoon. Who knows when I actually did it, but I know that I did. And there was, uh, what, just defenses? Why am I struggling tonight? There it you is. Got love is blind on the brain. Yeah, you got love is blind. Ah, I couldn't find it at all. Um, let's see. We had... Tri-City Trolls uh, picked up John Walford, quarterback, with no money down. Uh, East Vietnam picked up Seattle. A bunch of defenses on this waiver wire. Uh, no money down. Uh, Case Keenum Jeez. picked up quarterback. It hurts when I pee. No money down. 
Tennessee these, Titans these, is hey, Doug, 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 Doug. What? what? These right here are not waiver wires. These, these are, are just, well, whatever. These are just free agents. That's that's why they didn't cost any money. Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> these these that you're going over right now, these are just pickups from today. They weren't they weren't taken off the waiver. That these were just free agents. Well, whatever, free agency, same thing. free agency, same thing in my goddamn head. It's the first time you can pick players up for the week, and nobody. But you, you, don't have, you don't have, but you don't have to bid on free agents. They're free. I understand they're free. Okay. But had you, you I keep, came in you you I, keep saying the cost was zero. And I just want to I'm just saying that, that nobody I'm not saying the cost was zero. I'm saying nobody bid any money. If no I went bids. in and there you have no two, two a legit, two a quit, picked up Kenny Pickett, quarterback, and dropped Sony Michelle running back. Had I gone in and said I wanted Kenny Pickett and I was to pick him up. I would have got Kenny Pickett and two a legit, two a quit would not have, correct? If you would have done it on the waiver wire, yes. Because nobody made a bid for Kenny Pickett on the waiver wire. Oh, Kenny Pickett was on the waiver wire. I take that back. I apologize. The others were free agents. Tennessee, Case Keenum, Seattle, and John Wolford were all free agents. Kenny Pickett was picked up off the waiver wire. That is correct. I apologize. Okay, so let me rephrase that then. Had I tried to get Tennessee over Jack uh, instead of it hurts when I pee, and I off two bucks to pick him up, would I have not got Tennessee over it hurts when I pee? Tennessee. That okay. All right. It you wouldn't have got him over it hurts when I pee because it. It was it wasn't a pickup off the waiver wire. This is the computer. The waivers ran last night, and so Tennessee, Case Keenum, Seattle, and John Wolford, none of those guys were picked up off the of waivers. They were picked up off of the free agency. Does that make sense? I I, I understand it. So that but basically, what it means is. On Tuesday, mm-hmm. when we all go in, and I need my so and so got hurt. I need a new quarterback. I need a running yeah. back. And we look at all of the available players, mm-hmm. and you can't actually pick them up until they're released in two, three o'clock in the morning. Right? That's correct. And so whoever makes a bid on those players wins high bid. Mm-hmm. After that happens and nobody's actually requested anybody else, tried to make any pickups or claims, then the waivers is gone and now a free agent. Correct. And therefore, you can just pick them up whenever. I understand yeah. now. So these okay. Tennessee, Case Keenum, and John Walford, they didn't try to pick those people up at 12 o'clock morning or 10 o'clock mm-hmm. yesterday or 9 o'clock yesterday and then hope mm-hmm. they get this. They yeah. went in after the fact when everybody was an available free agent and just – now we're on, we're, on, we're on the same page. The uh, the only waiver from last night appeared to be the New York Giants. No, it was Kenny Pickett. It was New York Giants and Kenny Pickett. Nobody made any offers on either one of those players. Oh, okay. It's weird, though, because under that FAB offers uh, tab, you know, Kenny Pickett isn't on there. Because nobody offered any money. Well, that's the same thing with the New York Giants defense. Nobody offered any money on the New York Giants defense. It was awarded to Boston. Offer. Yeah, it was. It was awarded to Boston Mountain Bombers. Does that mean they literally typed in zero dollars, and the only difference is is they made the effort and typed zero, which I don't know why you would physically type zero. (laughs) I wonder what that is. Two thirty-seven a.m. is when that came through, and. Came in at two thirty-seven as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why that's not under Fab offers. That's pretty strange. That is very strange. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know the reason behind that. So Kenny Pickett was picked up for free after Shilkey picked him up for fifty dollars like two weeks ago. 
So that, yes. that was a big drop. That was a big drop in value there. So a lot of defense. Um, Richard picked up Kenny Pickett. Defense, quarterback, defense, Walford, quarterback. Never mind. It's 50-50. Um, Jazz, Mankai Berry, November 3rd, while we were away, picked up Caleb Hunt- Huntley and dropped to Rashad Penny. Um okay. For the very first pickup or deal or trade or anything from Mankind. Yeah, that was good because uh, Rashad Penny is out for the season. So it's good that he finally decided to replace him. Good job to, to Mankind. So that's it. Yeah, two more things to do, Doug. Let's go through the standings real quick. Uh, the playoffs are coming up. We got the standings. Two are legit to quit. Southside Lincoln side leagues. Both are seven and two. Remember, everybody, for tiebreakers, it is points four, and it's really close between these two. Seven points difference. Uh, third place is Beaver Lake at six and three. Hurts with an IP. Uh, also at six and a three. And then Tulsa Lodestar, Cap City Caballeros at five and four. Then we got a host of teams there at four and five. Uh, Mike at night, Boston Mountain, Dr. Burns, and Tri City Trolls. And then, as we know, Mankai Barrett in East Vietnam in last place. Doug, looking ahead to week 10 matchups, we got Beaver Lake versus East Vietnam. I like that. Uh, we got Boston Mountain Bronx Bombers versus Mike at Night. Uh, that's an eight versus seven matchup. We got a six versus 10 matchup, Cap City and Tri City Trolls. Uh, nine versus five matchup, Dr. Burns and Tulsa's Lodestar. Uh, big matchup here, first one IP and Coolidge hit to equip. Uh, that's going to be our game of the week there. That should be a high-scoring affair. Yep. And then Southside Lincoln and Mankai Berry, first versus last there. So exciting week ahead. Still got our bye weeks out there. So make sure you're you're watching your start sits uh, along with injuries as well. Anything else, Douglas? No. That's That was that was wonderful. I have nothing okay. else to add. All right. Well, Douglas, I enjoyed it. Get back to Love is Blind. Enjoy the final episodes. Um, and hopefully we'll be back next week. We can't make any guarantees. Douglas and I struggle uh, during the week with getting together for this pod, but we're going to do our best. I do want to say, since to Off the Rails, uh, we did record a, another episode last weekend. Um, we've been recorded. However, we're never going to be able to air it because mm-hmm. one of the sound things And so... Just know that we are, we made an effort. We, we tried. That's a, that's a bummer. I, I, I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a good conversation. I did too. Yeah. But it's all yeah. for naught. All for naught. All for naught. All right, Douglas. Well, uh, everybody have a it's it's what what day is it? Wednesday. Everybody have a good Wednesday. Tomorrow night is Carolina versus Atlanta. Enjoy your weekend. It's supposed to be cold here in the, uh, this weekend, Douglas, so I hope it's not the same there in Nebraska. It's going to be uh, 30. Good luck to everybody. And 40s. 30s on Friday, 40s the rest of the – all next week after that. Yeah, 76 same. today. Yeah, it's almost 80 here, so we're, we're having very similar weather with each other there. So good luck, everybody. Douglas, take care. Uh, we'll talk to you all next week as we go over week number 10. Peace. Goodbye.